Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to all your homemaking needs. I am Sister Amara and my co-host, Chef Sakya Tagali, will be joining me in a few minutes' time. She's on her way to the studio, running about late. But nevertheless, we have a bumper pack program coming your way through uh, a lovely Thursday morning from uh, our studios here, situated in Indonesia, Johannesburg. And I hope you're all enjoying a lovely day ahead, inshallah. Well, today we're going to commence with a uh, with, with our guest. And our guest is already on the line. His name is Sean Granger. And we're talking about summer salads. And uh, thereafter, Chef Zakia will be taking us through induction cooking, uh, stoves, pots and pans as well. And uh, thereafter, after we also will take you through how to save your perishables during load shedding. We're all having their challenges at the moment. So we're going to share with you some tips and advice on that as well. And um, then the recipes we're going to share with you today is a summer tomato salad recipe courtesy of Sean Grania. And he is from the Grania Mouse Country House and Spa. And uh, we also have a Mando's recipe. Now a Mando's recipe is courtesy of Sister Zahira Bobulia. She has uh, gladly um, shared the recipe with us as well. I'm going to share it with you later on in the program. And today's question is, do you have an induction stove? Share with us your experiences. Also, how do you save your perishables during load shedding? And we also welcome any of your cooking and baking questions or concerns. Our WhatsApp number is 072-786-1548. Now, we are always on the lookout for the most amazing recipes and inspirations by far and one of these recipes and ideas that has caught our attention is from Granny Mouse Country House and Spa as they share an amazing summer salad recipe that is sure to tantalize your taste buds. And today we'd like to welcome Sien Granny to the Airways of Radio Wisdom. Hi Sien, how are you? Fantastic Amara, how are you? Thank you for joining us on today's program, Sin. Sin, your team has put out an amazing uh, press release, and one of the highlights mentioned is that salads do serve a purpose, especially during the hot summer days. Could you elaborate on this, please? Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. And, and, and just to mention, uh, my name is pronounced as Sean. It's very sure. similar oh, to sure. Sean Connery. Sorry about that. Okay. And I should be seen and not heard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, Thank you. But, Thank but all good, but all good. But yes, I, I think in, in times of such, especially with all the heat in and around the country, uh, it's vitally important that we look after and nourish uh, our souls to, 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 to make sure we remain healthy and, and, and not have to visit the doctor so often. Mm. So uh, we've, we've come up with a few ideas of, of salads or summer salads that would put that nourishment back into, into one's body and make it easy because obviously load shedding and the stress of work and the stress of life makes it very difficult. I mean, you get home in the dark and it's, it's difficult. You, you, you can't really cook for the family and, and we thought of something, putting something very easy together that people can actually do and receive all the nourishments, all the vitamins and, and help bodies become better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. And I think a salad is so much healthy as well. Quick to put, f- uh, very quick to put together. It's healthy as well. And uh, also, it's something, I think you, you need to keep fresh salad ingredients on hand. So, you know, uh, Sean, with the load here, you know, how do you keep your salad ingredients fresh? 
Well, it is quite difficult because, um, you know, your refrigerators will not have mm. for two to four hours on the stage. But I have a good clean ingredients that is packed away neatly and dry in sealed containers. That is the most viable way to keep your ingredients fresh. You know, we can, we can wash ingredients and, and, you know, pat it dry, put it in a container, however it's still wet. If you make sure your ingredients are fairly dry in a sealed container, airtight container, uh, that will make the longevity of your items and ingredients much, much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, uh, Granny Mouse Country House is situated in the Midlands, you know. Do you grow your own fresh veggies and fruits? That would be fantastic. We'd love to do that. However, we use a local, uh, a, a local supplier who grows within the Midlands. The problem within the Midlands is, is the variety of the wildlife. So the more we grow, the more they're going to eat, <laughs> which, <laughs> which means less we will get. So it's, it makes it very, very difficult. Uh, there, are, there are properties within the Midlands that do try and grow their own ingredients, and that is the most viable way of doing things and the most healthiest way of doing things. But we try and keep everything local with suppliers local within the Midlands. Okay, okay, lovely. Now, having an award-winning culinary team in restaurant, why is it important for menus to adapt to seasonal changes? Well, choice is the spice of life. So, you know, if you keep a menu same for three years running, it becomes boring and we want to make sure that we that we are adding spice to people's life so we you know for instance if we're going to winter we want uh, you know fantastic curries or we want fantastic soups uh, to to complement weather wise and the area that we are in um, and in summertime, hence the summer salads, um, we want to make sure things are fresh and vibrant, uh, light to eat, and, and things like that. So, you know, we try and make sure that we provide the spice of life for every person who comes to visit us. Mm-hmm. And that is so perfect, well said, yes, certainly. And like we said, with the seasonal changes, we need to change our menus. So for summer, we look for cooling foods. For winter, we look for warming foods as well. So, you know, we've actually had an eye on the summer salad recipe. It's called a summer tomato salad with caramelized onions. So please, Sean, please go ahead and share with us this lovely recipe of yours. Well, to make the quick, quick version, mm-hmm. uh, basically this is a tomato-based um, summer salad, and there's literally five varieties of tomatoes that is based within the salad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so tomatoes add add a lot of variety and vitamins to to one's body, mm-hmm. um, including iron, which which gives energy um, to to one's lifestyle. And besides any of the vitamins that it provides as well. The five varieties of, of tomatoes is heirloom cherry tomatoes, vine tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, green tomatoes, and sun-dried tomatoes. Okay. And, and this is just lightly put through with some sun-dried tomatoes and some garlic in a pan. Uh, the tomatoes in the meanwhile can be halved. Um, so we're taking a variety of tomatoes and halving it. Uh, while the garlic and, and um, some sundry tomatoes are being allowed to, to simmer in a pan and then cool off, mm-hmm. um, the dressing itself is ingredients for a pickling juice. And literally it's some garlic, which is minced, some white vinegar, some dried dill, some black peppercorns grounded, some turmeric, 
some sugar, some salt, and all put together in one container and blended to literally emulsify, which, which is mixed together per se, uh, into a nice sort of vinaigrette juice that will be used at a later stage mm-hmm. um, to, to dress the, the, the salad. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have some caramelized onion, which is added to that. That's literally red onion, white onion, fried down in some load heat and until a golden color. Uh, there's also some dressing that will come inside as well, besides the, the besides the the marinade that we've made earlier. That's some balsamic vinegar and some honey, and that's also put together in the pan and low simmer until it reaches syrup consistency. Uh, you can add a salad base to it, which is some rocket. Rocket is a nice, nice fresh leaf, yes. which mm-hmm. gives a mustard feeling to it, and some watercress as well, um, and then. Nice croutons to add right at the end. Now, croutons are very easy to make. It's literally bread that is cut up and buttered, and you can also uh, put it in a pan or do it in the oven to add some crunch right at the end. Oh, literally, you can add it. You can add it all together, quick and easy. Your cooking time is literally give or take 15 minutes mm-hmm. for those that need to to like the sun-dried tomatoes and the garlic and so forth. And to put it all together, you're probably looking at a good 20 minutes to put everything together. Lovely, absolutely lovely recipe. Very appetizing indeed. And I see you've got a whole variety of uh, tomatoes. You've got the heirloom cherry tomatoes, fine tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, green tomatoes. And what makes it so nice is you're actually uh, um, basically praising tomatoes in a bit of sun-dried, in a bit of oil as well, and a bit of garlic that makes it so lovely. And I think, you know, to add a variation to this, you can add a bit of chicken pieces in there, fried chicken pieces, just to add a bit of flavor to this like a whole meal as well absolutely and and the 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 good thing about this dish is that it is a base Mm -hmm. so like you said you can add chicken you can add fish so it it, it all depends on what you feel for the evening and what you have prepared but easily available at any supermarket or store uh, and it's quick and easy and load shedding well you know load shedding as a little bit of a as a little bit of an issue when it comes to using the stove, but in most cases, I think that most of us would have gas already, yes. mm-hmm. um, a gas stop stove. So it's quick and easy, not too not too difficult to make anything put together, and the family will absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Another good addition is to have a fresh or pick up a fresh ciabatta loaf uh, from your nearest supermarket or, or bakery yeah. and add some balsamic vinegar and, and olive oil to that and have, to have that on the side and that becomes a main meal easily up to four to six people mm-hmm. and not forgetting the slices of avocados with us as well well avocado being in season fantastic for your health absolutely fantastic it adds omega-3 to your body so that's fantastic uh, but yes keep it fresh keep it as fresh as possible the fresher you keep it, the more nutrients for your body. Mm-hmm. Sean, thank you so much for joining us on the Radio Islam on the Household Express. And thank you for sharing the recipe with us. You enjoy the rest of your day, Sean. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure to you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Sean. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, that was Sean Granger. He's from the Granny Mouse Country and Spa in the actually situated in Midlands as well. And uh, well, Zakia has just joined us. Assalamualaikum, Zakia. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam. Alhamdulillah. How are you? Okay, and you're running a bit late today. It's a bit hectic, I okay? Um, I think my Thursdays are becoming overpacked, but uh, always will be here, inshallah. 
Okay, well, let's go for a short break when we come back. Zekia is talking about induction cooking, stove, pots and pans. And uh, we're also going to be taking you through how to save your perishables during load shedding. And the question we're asking you today is, do you have an induction stove? Share with us your experiences. How do you save your perishables during load shedding? And uh, we also welcome any of your cooking or baking questions or concerns. The WhatsApp number is 072-786-1448. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Well, before the break, we were talking to Sean and he's from the Grenier Mouse Country and Spa. They're situated in KZN in the Midlands. And he shared with us a lovely summer tomato salad with caramelized onions. And that recipe, and including the Mando's recipe, Mando's is basically a savory recipe, it's like a moon. It is on the Radio Islam website. Go to radioislam.co.za. If you don't have access to the internet, and you can call Sister Faiza on 011 Five four seven zero double two, and she will gladly assist you. Well, dearest listeners, let's talk about induction cooking, Zakia. What exactly is induction cooking? Okay, so induction cooking is basically where you're using an induction stove with induction cookware to cook your meals. So what's an induction stove to start off with? An induction stove is basically also an electric stove, but it works differently from your normal coil top stoves because an induction stove has uh, different um, burning settings, right? And it only works with um, the induction approved cookware. So what it does is it doesn't um, heat up the whole surface of the stove like your coil uh, stoves does. It only heats up the 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 element where the pot is placed on and then your pot heats up. Mm -hmm. So it allows your pot to rise in temperature very quickly as well as drop in temperature very quickly. So basically that's your basic uh, know it about inductions. Uh, and in the, the word induction when it comes to cooking. Um, induction stoves are nice. It uses less electricity okay. uh, mm-hmm. from a 5 to 10% less electricity. Uh, but the difference is with a normal stove and a gas stove, you can use any type of cook, uh, cookware, be it cast iron, be it um, ceramic, be it stainless steel. With an induction stove, you have to get induction approved pots or else the stove will not work. You can put a different pot on it. Um, It does not damage the pot or the stove. All it does is it doesn't go on. So no heat will get transferred because there's no current being transferred because it doesn't go on. Whereas with your normal uh, stove, any pot can go onto it, any pan can go Mm -hmm. into it, and so forth with gas as well. Um, When it comes to um, induction stoves, some people feel that it's not safe to, um, it's not a healthier option and it's not a safer option, but that's just a myth. As technology has progressed so much, um, you know, an induction stove radi- uh, works with uh, radiation of um, heat, right? But the radiation that comes off that is not harmful to the food or to the human body, so it is completely safe to use. A uh, uh, interesting fact that I found of uh, induction stoves is that it has a lifespan compared to a normal stove, which can have a lifetime of a lifespan. Uh, obviously depending on how you take care of your stove, how you look after it. Obviously we don't have load shedding, heating the power up and down which affects it. The difference is with an induction stove you don't have a 
a lifelong lifespan to it. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. only gives you 2,500 hours of cooking. Okay. It maxes out to 3,000 hours of cooking. So where it's the new in thing and the trend, I would still then look at the old stove and say, but I'm spending 8,000 rand to buy a stove. This stove's going to last me a lifetime. I'm spending ten or 12,000 rand to buy an induction stove. Then I need to buy induction pots, mm. which is only giving me a lifespan depending on how many hours a day you cook. So it doesn't give you that long time. Yes. So if you're a person that's maybe doing catering, etc., and you cook the whole day and say you're using your induction stove five to ten hours a day, your lifespan on your stove's only going to give you two years. Mm. And then you're going to have to replace it. Where's gas? You just change your gas Excellent. cylinder. And it's for years. Much cheaper. And then um, your normal coil stove, which is, uh, if the coil does tend to burn out, all you do is you replace, replace the plate. Replace it, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a favor of induction stove, but I'm not in disfavor of it as well. It's mm. all personal preference. I have cooked on an induction stove in campus because it's individual snappy plates which each student is given. So we, we, we cook on that in our exams. We cook on that for functions, etc. But personally, I'm still a go-to for gas. Mm-hmm. Not Me even too, an yes. electric stove, a gas stove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, we'd love to hear from the listeners out there, you know. Do you have an induction stove? Share with us your experiences. Also, how do you sh- how do you save your perishables during load shedding? And we also welcome any of your cooking and baking questions or concerns. Another question, you know, that's going through my mind early on is, you know, what do you do with all your kajur seeds during the month of Ramadan? You know, do you save it? How do you wash it? How do you preserve the kachur seed? You know, I know everybody likes to eat tasbis on it or whatever, you know. And um, they actually keep it into a bucket and they count maybe a thousand. People have a collection of the kachur seeds. So, you know, when you say, may you take out so many kachur seeds and you read all the tasbis from that as well. So, what do you do? How do you preserve your kachur seeds? How do you actually clean it out? We would love to hear from you. 072 Okay, coming back to the injection. And like that, you it, you know, you only have to use certain pots and pans. So, I mean, you can't basically, for instance, just use any pot or any pan or an induction stove. No, you can't. So, obviously, if you're a new bride and you have a new home or you're renovating your kitchen, right, and um, say you are replacing everything, so then you want to put in an induction stove, that works perfectly fine because then you're going to replace your pots and pans as well. Mm-hmm. But say your stove just gives up, it's not in your budget to now go and buy a whole new set of cooking pots and pans, then go for a gas stove or your normal or normal plate stoves because it... Um, it works out then um, and saves you more because you don't have to go and invest in the whole set. But yes, I suppose, you know, about if, they, if, if it's a new home, most of your new homes that's new built, yes. all your contractors are putting in the induction stove. Mm. So when you move into your new home, you don't actually have the option. You have to go and buy the induction set. Like I won't, um, like I know my sister-in-law about five, six years ago, they bought a new home and she still said to me, she's like, can you figure out the stove? Because the yes. stove's not working. I don't know what I'm doing you're wrong. You're pressing and you're pressing then. So she's pressing, but every time she puts the pot on this pot, the stove's going off and she's very baffled by it. And then I looked at it and I laughed and I said, because it's not a normal stove, you need to change your pots. You need to get the induction pots for these stoves. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't very happy exactly because, I mean, she has a whole lovely set of pots. 
and they kind of go to waste because now you need to go and invest. But unfortunately, induction stoves are the in thing. They are the ma- majority on the market. And also a, new of, uh, a lot of the new homes built in the new constructions being put up, um, the contractors are in, uh, fitting in induction stoves. Mm-hmm. Is it mainly used for quick cooking? Yes, it's very it's very ideal for cook 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 quick uh, cook quick cooking because of the high temperatures rising and the cold temperatures dropping extremely fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like it doesn't uh, use so much of electricity as well. Yes. Okay. A listener says, uh, "Assalamu alaikum, alaikum salam." With regards to induction stoves, we have to take into account the cost savings. They use less electricity than normal stoves, are cheaper than gas. I agree with the sister on the, um, you know, with the 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 being the cost saving. It's a five to ten percent saving if you have an induction stove to a normal um, plate stove, right? And then also, but look at today's, um, look at our circumstances mm. today. So, taking everything into consideration, yes, gas prices have skyrocketed since load shedding has increased. But it is the most efficient way, unfortunately, so that we can still live a very normal lifestyle. Whereas, only being able to eat during times when you have electricity. Um, also, every day our electricity does not go off at the same time. Yes, Other days yes. it's four to half past six, for example, here in Lyons. Then, like last night, it was eight to half past ten, mm. you know. So, say you have a routine of, no, you only sit down to eat at seven o'clock every night. If you have an induction stove or a normal electric stove, for that matter, you cannot eat every day at the same time now. Now you need to change your routine. Mm-hmm. But if you have a gas stove, alhamdulillah, whether there's electricity or no electricity, you can have your meal at 7 o'clock every night. You know? Uh, that's the con- I mean, the, the cons of it. And the pro is that when there's electricity, yes, you do save on electricity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And then obviously, uh, um, besides the induction stove being costly and that, are the pots and pans just as costly as the stove? Well, if you look at it, there's no pot or pan today that ain't costly. Mm. I think your smallest egg pan, uh, nice quality, decent quality, no brand name from pick and pay, for example, is about two to three hundred rand. So, looking at your induction pot, if you're using, say, a nice um, a high wall pot for, for your rice to boil in your terkari to cook, uh, those are about... Um, a thousand rand upwards so plus minus you need to budget about an, a five thousand rand easy to have a nice decent four four pots and maybe two pins uh for your induction stove mm-hmm. all right okay and um you know uh the pots does it can you use uh, non-stick pots on that so I haven't come across non-stick pots for the induction stove. I stand to correction. The listeners can let us know if they have non-stick pots for the induction stoves. But I do know it's mostly um, stainless steel pots. All right. And can you steam, the question that comes, can you steam your biryani or your rice on the induction stove? It didn't work when I tried it. It didn't work. Uh, that was just my experience because remember, um, it's either at a very low heat or it's a, it's a very high heat, right? So it won't be worth so it, yes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so in campus, this is how they say they give us experience. I don't know why. But every day, um, 
your lecturer will come to, to campus and he'll just be like, so-and-so, you cooking lunch for all the lecturers today. Okay. And obviously, being in a white campus, the uh, white uh, lecturers enjoyed Indian food. Mm-hmm. So I was a lot on chef lecturer uh, lunch duty. Mm-hmm. And so I cooked a lot on the induction stove because of that. And um, I didn't find it working. So, you know, for us Indians, we have different types of curries. We have our different types of dals. We have our different types of rice dishes. But to non-Indians, when you say Indian food... It's basically lamb curry, chicken curry, uh, biryani. Yes. And that's it. That's where, that's almost where as far as it goes. They don't mm-hmm. understand your different dals and they don't understand dal gauze and all these things. So, obviously, um, training to be a chef was my Indian heritage. Uh, I did expose them to it. So, yes, I did try cooking all the different meals on it. And it didn't exactly work out with biryani and acne. Also, with your beef, uh, you have to put it on the lowest setting, which takes a very long time to cook yes. your beef so that it can cook soft, whereas on the gas stove, it cooks much easier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, let's go for a short break. When we come back now, we're talking about how to save your perishables during load shedding. Also, today's question is, uh, do you have an induction stove? Share with us your experiences. How do you save your perishables during load shedding? And um, what do you do with all your kajursi during the month of Ramadan? We'd love to hear from you. 072-786-1548. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Let's now go on to how to save your perishables during load shedding and during the course of the week I seen this whatsapp going around you know that how uh, some useful tips to those that are running home industries and these tips can be beneficial to every other household too to keep your freezers cold here are some useful tips avoid opening your freezer doors very often remove everything from your freezer and line the base of your freezer with plastic bottles filled with water you know you have those plastic water bottles I think everybody's gone now in to only drinking uh, bottled water, um, whether it's juice or cold drink or milk or anything, any plastic bottle, you fill it up with water and you freeze it. Then you take a, a 20 millimeter polystyrene sheet, cut it to the size of the side of the side of your freezer in line with a complete wall out. Pack your freezer back as normal. The bottles will freeze up and will help retain the temperature for longer periods of time. Now, load shedding might go longer to cut... Sorry, load shedding might go to longer cut-off times. In this way, it will help you save most of your perishables from getting damaged, and you might end up losing thousands of rands worth of perishables. And um, yes, I hope all these tips are useful as Ramadan approaches. Many are preparing for the month of Ramadan, and we can end up losing a lot due to the current load shedding. And um, yes, so I think the water bottles, everybody's going that way. Even um, a sister has sent me a message also uh, to say that people, here is my suggestion to you. Two months ago, I came up with the idea by making my empty milk containers full of water and freezing them. That's your long-life milk or your low-fat milk containers. Uh, you empty it out, you rinse it out, and you freeze water in there. Uh, I packed the frozen containers underneath in my freezer, a layer of meat and another layer of containers, a layer of uh, 
vegetables and so all my food remains frozen even though we are sitting like now without power food is expensive and you must plan to keep it fresh we will be clear you did it works for me so please try it jazakala for sharing that as well so um also a lot of the listeners uh, said it's best to keep your fresh milk in the in your freezer too you know and i found that in this week um basically the milk has been going off even though you're buying your milk you're purchasing your milk and you're checking the date it's still going off before the best before date because of the low churning so don't le- rather keep your milk bottles in the door of your freezer not your fridge so what i so i was not a fan of long life products before right but due to our current um situation in the country currently uh unfortunately long life products is the way to go me too i and i i'm actually changing on onto that in fact i i loved fresh milk so even so you must understand even although the fresh milk the date so fresh milk gives you a 10 day shelf life right but it's from the uh from the production line once it's produced it's stored in storage obviously maybe for a day and then it gets shipped out to your to your stores right then at the stores it's not kept in cold rooms it's kept on the shelves on the free mm. in the fridges right but the fridges don't have covers so when the electricity goes those fridges are losing temperatures mm. not all stores have generators or backup systems to give it electricity so it loses temperature there then we buy in it we taking it into our cars our cars are hot very hot right then we take it and we put it into our fridge at home so our fridges are cold but we constantly opening and closing mm. our fridges so it's losing temperature and then we i think because lochering is become part of life we no more have that oh it's lochering don't open the fridge you can't open the fridge you're thirsty you need to open the fridge to take out something else to drink you're busy cooking you need to open the fridge to take out your masala to cook or your vegetables or your meat or whatever mm-hmm. it is your fridge is losing temperature so the the idea that alasana gave that where you said keep it in the the door of the freezer is actually a very good idea so even you I know you're going to say okay but if you keeping it constantly in the freezer door it's going to be frozen. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a problem. So when load shedding comes just make it a habit to take your milk and then place it in your freezer door because yes. your freezer is not being open all the time and your freezer doesn't lose as much temperature as your fridge does. And it won't freeze either. Yes, and it just stays very cold and when electricity comes back you can move it back to your fridge. And in that way you should get a little bit more shelf life out of your milk but also there's still no guarantee it's going to last. So the ideal thing to do is listeners and it's also more cost effective I've noticed. I think you pay up to 40 45 rand a 2 liter milk yes. now. And I think if you buy a a six pack of um, long life milk it's about 80 85 rand. Yeah, it depends. Eighty-nine rand. So depends which brand. It works out cheaper. So yes. you can save a few rands as well as have your back covered where you're not losing food all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know a lot of the companies are actually uh, moving their products onto becoming long life products. They um, drinking yogurts, they uh, milkshakes, they yogurts, etc. So yeah, and if you also buy fresh fruit in smaller quantities. 
in as well as your fruit and vegetables. Veg, yes, by the smaller quantities, and in that way, you use it up, you're cooking, you use it up, there's no wastage or anything for that matter as well. And it also gives you, a, I think it just makes life so much easier. I know from the time load shedding started, we've been saying, try to cook just enough for a meal, so that the next meal you have to cook a new meal so that you don't have wastage because with, with the electricity going, also the fridges is going on and off, the food's tending to go off faster. Mm. So it gives, your, it gives your family also an opportunity to have um, more variety of meals and options. Absolutely, yes. All right, um, I, you know, I, I came across um, uh, this lovely recipe yesterday uh, on one of the cooking groups. It's actually Cooking with Love, and Sister Zahira Bulbulia is the, actually gave us the permission to actually share this recipe. It's a Mando's recipe. It's a savory recipe. It's like a moon, okay? And the recipe is on the website. Um, you can also go onto my Instagram page at Amara Mullah. Amara underscore Mula, and the recipe is on there as well. It's a Mando's recipe. So uh, for the recipe, it's a simple moon's dough. And this is courtesy of Zahira Bubula. You can follow her Instagram as well at Zahira underscore B, at Zahira underscore B. For the moon's dough recipe, you're going to take four cups flour, four cups flour, four tablespoons butter, four tablespoons butter, and a teaspoon of salt. Now put all together in a pot and allow to boil. Add four cups um, flour and mix well. Remove uh, from the stove and allow to cool. Roll out to desired thickness. Cut with a round cutter. Now for the filling, it's a sweet chili chicken filling. You will require a kilogram of uh, chicken fillets cubed. Then you add in two onions that has been sliced. Uh, a teaspoon of salt. A teaspoon of black pepper. A half a teaspoon of lemon pepper, two teaspoons aromat. Now, here, if you're putting aromat and salt, please adjust it a bit. Uh, you might find the aromat, uh, two teaspoons of aromat, a bit too much because aromat has a lot of salt content in it as well. So, adjust your salt content as well. Uh, one, teaspoon, one teaspoon of red masala, then a teaspoon of red chili powder, some oil. Two teaspoons of chicken spice, a dash of lemon juice, mix well and adjust taste and cook till done. So for the sweet chili chicken filling once again is a one kilo of cubed chicken fillets. You add in two onions that has been sliced, a teaspoon of salt, a teaspoon of black pepper, a half a teaspoon of lemon pepper, two teaspoons of aromat or you can just maybe add a teaspoon only. Um, a teaspoon of red masala, a teaspoon of red chili powder, some oil, two teaspoons of chicken spice, a dash of lemon juice. Mix well, adjust and adjust taste. Then you cook this till done. Then add in half to three quarter bottle sweet chili sauce of your choice. Stir well. Leave to cool, add in chopped greens. Now the filling is ready. For the mandos, you will fill as you would a moon. Close properly and then join the two ends together, pressing it properly so it stays closed. Now dip in egg wash and crumbs, ready to freeze or fry and enjoy. And you can see the picture is on my Instagram page as well as the Radio Town website. It's a Mando savory recipe. And we say Jazakallah to Sister Zahira Bismillah for allowing us, to, for Zahira Bulbulia for allowing us to share this recipe. You can follow her Instagram at Zahira underscore B. All right, let's um, 
continue with the program as well. And we'd love to hear from you. What do you do with your kajur seed, you know, during the month of Ramadan? How do you preserve it? How do you clean it out, you know? Do you just discard it? Do you keep it? We'd love to hear from you. 072-786-1548. Okay, a quick question that comes through, uh, Zakia. When you're making yeast dough, okay, if you're not going to use it at the same time, can you leave the yeast dough in the fridge and then later take it out and then bake off your yeast? Things, whatever you're making you can you can you can so it's basically like making your frozen uh, croissants etc you, you can let your do a dough proof and then you knock it down and then keep it in the fridge so obviously it's cold it's not really gonna rise uh, because obviously if you keep it outside it is gonna rise because of the temperature yes. so keep it in the fridge it's not gonna rise the cold is gonna keep it a bit stagnant and then obviously but um, the longer you don't bake uh, a dough with uh, yeast um, it has a very yeasty smell and okay. taste to it so obviously try yes, to do it within a day or so the longer you're gonna leave it the yeast is gonna ferment mm. and you're gonna have a very strong yeast Correct, smell yes. and uh, taste Yes, okay. And um, how do you keep lettuce fresh? I have the, the I have the Tupperware lettuce container, and Alhamdulillah, currently that is life saving for me. But I do put I do still line it with um, paper towel to help draw out the moisture because every time the fridge goes off and the fridge comes back on, I notice the lettuce get very moist and wet. Mm -hmm. So the only way so is put in paper towel in the container but I noticed the lettuce doesn't last more than three four days mm -hmm. anymore and say it again yes mm -hmm. even if you wrap your whole lettuce up in, in cling wrap it actually lasts a bit longer really yes cling wrap works for me so just the whole head of lettuce the head of lettuce even a little bit of lettuce what you got wrap it up nicely firmly in cling wrap you know another idea I know I just thought of it the other day what happens if you take your savouries for that matter say your one dozen spring rolls your one dozen samosas and whatever savoury and you vacuum seal it would that be okay within just load shedding so it's not about the um so if you notice with load shedding your uh, pies don't go soft no but the samosas cracks it's your samosas your spring rolls and your moons that's your problem yeah especially your samosas and your spring rolls because i find they're cracking and especially if, if you put it into a plastic bag a sublock bag Rather put it into a container that's lined with newspaper or foil and then your your liner and then you pack it up and then the top the last layer should be a piece of paper towel as well. So the frost foil flows onto the paper towel. At least if then your samosas and your spring rolls won't crack. Okay, so I haven't been having a problem with my pies, but I've been having a problem with my samosas and my spring rolls. I found the samosas and the spring rolls as well. Yes. And as well as my moons. So I, so what I've been doing is I've actually been putting the samosas and the, the, the samosas, spring rolls and moons below my pies. Yes. To keep more cool. I don't know, for some reason, the pie dough, remember, not for some reason, pie dough is fat. It's butter. Butter's a solid, it's a fat, it holds well with cold, so it retains the cold. Unless now you put in a heat element, like your body has heat, worth it, so then obviously it melts, or you take it out and you put in it in the oven, or you put it in somewhere, you'll notice it doesn't thaw so easily pies compared to your samosas. Samosas are soft in two, three minutes. 
It does. So um, put your samosas under and then try out Appa's suggestion. I'm going to try that out. Yes, Inshallah. definitely. Okay. Uh, this listener says, Assalamu alaikum, Hope, Sister Mara and Sister Zakia. Well, yes, we are well, Sister. And how are you? I actually just say that Mando's recipe this morning, Jazakallah. A quick question, please. Which is the best way to fry them, shallow or deep oil, in order to maintain the crispness? I've always battled with this. Any tips will be, will be appreciated. Shukran, apart from the air fryer. So, personally, I like deep frying my stuff, um, then shallow frying it. I just feel it gives it a better overall coating of um, cooking, and the texture is really nice. Beat your samosas, beat your moons, beat your spring rolls, or beat your mandos. Um, they all work the same. Uh, I, I personally deep fry them. I don't know about your upper. So yes, I also deep fry my moons. I don't shallow fry it. I, so mean, I feel it's it's a more crispy. Yes. yes. So actually, it is, I it, it's fried fully in that way. So nice. Even your jalapeno samosas. Yes. Uh, don't shallow fry it. Deep fry it. Like your your moons. I've always fried my moons in in in, in deep deep. So in, same yes, with me. Yes, yes. And then also, um, you know, frying it in a really hot oil while it's still a little bit cold. It's not completely soft. Yes. So that it doesn't crumble and go all disfigured and smash up. Uh, also like a moon and like a jalapeno samosa, you don't fry it while it's um, the, 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 the filling is warm. And don't, don't forget, don't overfill your moons and your samosas yes. and your spring rolls and your pies. Okay, now the listener says, uh, to keep lettuce fresh and crisp for about two to three weeks, wrap lettuce leaves in food. It stays very fresh in there, alhamdulillah. Jazakallah for sharing, dear sister. Uh, next WhatsApp, this one says, uh, please advise on layering the top of the Tupperware with foil newspaper. Has anyone tried this? Which one works? Okay. You're going to lay it with foil newspaper and paper towels. It's, I, I would go for all three. I haven't used foil, to be honest. I use I've the used newspaper uh, on, top of the, um, on top of your savory sheets. I've used newspaper. I used to take the newspaper, the foil, the liner, the carton paper, everything, because I feel that, you know, you can't, um, we work so hard yes. to make our savories. Uh, a lot of effort goes in there as oh, well, definitely. and we wouldn't want it to go off as well. So I just did a little experiment last week, right, on basic Fianna um, sausage pies. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the price that the aunties are charging you for ready-made Vienna sausage pies. They're filling, I mean, they're, they're Viennas, they're Pido, they're, every, they're everything. And then I did a costing of what it cost me to buy everything. And just buying my stuff worked out two rand less on a dozen. So if you look at it, the aunties in the home industry are working on such small margins. Mm -hmm. Because home industry is not a factory. They they also pay the same prices like us. Maybe a two rand, a four rand, five rand max, a ten rand year and there that they get off. But they still now what about all the time and effort that goes into it? Then the challenges they have with load shedding. Then the challenges they have with going to fill up petrol in the car to and from. You know? Now that was me just working out a cost without petrol, without electricity, without um, my labor and my time to it. It was just working out ingredients. And it came out to two rand cheaper than me buying it from the auntie that. So if you have the ability to support, support them, them, please do support them. Please support them, yes. Okay, and finally, uh, a tip on the kajur seeds. To keep your kajur in a good wash, 
properly and dry in the sun, then once you wash again and dry in the sun, so it keeps the chokhas away. Okay. Then another listener says, uh, do the same way as well. Uh, wash it out again, dry it out in the sun, wash it again, dry it out. And then in the container, you can, can keep your empty bottles of your atar as well. It gives a nice fragrance as well. Lovely idea. Lovely idea. Well, this comes to the end of the program so quickly. Our time is going by so fast, you know. Before you know it, it's another week, it's another month, it's another year. It's just gone by. Ramadan will come and go, and uh, we don't know how long we have left in the dunya. It's already so the, the third month of the year. Already, yes. And it just felt like last year was year. Yes. Oh, so quick. I can't think that our time is going by so quickly, you know. And it will grant us all our as well. Mm-hmm. And dear uh, do remember us near all the and do make special dua for all the sick and ill as well and for Auntie Hava Surti, our ex girls as well. Auntie Hava in hospital, she suffered a stroke and we make dua for everybody, for all the Ummah uh, that's actually going through challenges as well. And may Allah grant us all Afia, Amin. Well, inshallah, back with you next week if Allah wills from Zakiat Gari, myself and Jazakla to my producer Mumtaz and to our engineer as well. And Jazakla to all the lovely listeners for all the lovely messages always from me, Amara and Zakia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.